What's up, Duke fans? Welcome to the Devil's Den podcast. I'm your host, Josh Smith, joined by my co-hosts, Shu and Raul. Uh, got a special guest with us today. Got Andre Dawkins, national champ, 2010, current head coach at Mount St. Mary's High School. Um, so first off, Dre, thanks for coming on. Thanks for joining us. Um, actually, fun fact, I think I ran into Dre 2009 CTC. You probably don't remember that, but I do. So that's kind of a I fun definitely fact. don't. <laughs> Um, and we were talking a little bit about this offline, so we don't really know if it's factual or not, but we kind of think that Dre might be the first Duke recruit to reclass up and come a year early. Um, and so as part of that, we were kind of just, let's start there. Like, how did that kind of situation unfold? Is that something that like you initiate? Does that come from the staff? What goes into that? It's kind of a crazy story because, um, it honestly started kind of as a joke on my part. Um, and it got bit more serious than I thought it would uh, kind of quickly. But um, so, yeah, I remember like it was yesterday, I was just sitting on the couch watching ESPN um, with my dad and um, news broke. Um, Elliot had already transferred and also he was transferring Elliot Williams. And then mm-hmm. uh, news broke that Gerald was going into the draft. And, you know, I kept I've kept up with Duke my whole life. So, you know, I kind of knew their roster. And, um, you know, I said to my dad, I was like, man, they only got two guards. I should just I should just go I should just go a year early because uh, I was already committed. You know, I committed after my after my sophomore year, and this was right after my junior year. Um, and we were actually um, working on going somewhere else than my high school, just to try and get you know in a better, a little bit better competition. So um, we had actually gone and visited uh, Hargrave Military Academy. We, I'm pretty sure we had all the paperwork. At the house, just needed to sign it. Um, so basically, yeah, I wasn't going back to my high school. You know, we were looking for more competition. And I guess, you know, what uh, you can't really get more competition <laughs> yeah. than just going to college, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, but to me, it was kind of, it was a joke. Like, whatever. Like, they're not going to take it, that take that seriously. So, yeah, um, my dad called Woj. I think it was like pretty quickly, like kind of on the spot and asked him about it. And Wojo was like, uh, we'll get back to you. And I was like, whatever, they're not going to get back to us about it. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, from there, I don't really remember. It just kind of started, you know, he, uh, he called back at some point and he kind of was like, could you make that happen? And we were like, yeah, I guess. Like, um, <laughs> You know, I was pretty far ahead in school, like, uh, you know, I always just kind of got ahead, um, you know, started getting college credits. I mean, not college, high school credits in seventh grade. So um, by the time my junior year was, uh, I was pretty much done with high school stuff. Just needed the only thing I needed um, was an English class, you know, talk to talk to my high school. Um, They were really cool. Shout out to uh, Atlantic Shores. They were really cool about it. And we're like, yeah, you know, we'll do whatever we need to do to get it done, which, you know, probably was partly a little selfish on their part. Like, you know, they get the the Duke recruit graduating from their school. So, right. <laughs> um, but whatever, we appreciated it anyway. Um, so, and just needed an English class. And somehow my mom, she did some research and found like uh, University of Missouri was doing like a, an online class that you could take. Um, so I took my... I, I took my English class at the University of Missouri uh, online um, over the summer and got it done. Uh, Duke sent up all the paperwork that I needed to sign, signed it. Um, and it's the weirdest thing because obviously we, had, we kept it pretty close to chest. Um, no one really knew about it. And um, so, you know, I went about my summer kind of normally, uh, you know, played AAU um, and everything. And then, yeah, so we played nationals in August, like beginning of August, and like two weeks later, um, I was moving in uh, to the dorm <laughs> in this campus. Yeah, and I know she's going to get into it in a second, but I'm just curious. I just thought about it. Do you think like 
it it was better for you doing that into like a an older Duke team, or would it have been kind of like I mean, if you do it now, you're just you know eight other guys on the team are eighteen too, right? So it's kind of like you just slide right in. You think there's a pro or con of that dynamic? Um, kind of difficult to say. Um, you know, because obviously I only have my experience, True. right? So, um, but uh, worked out pretty well, I'd say. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think it was it was good for me um, just to be around a bunch of older guys, kind of see how it was done. And, you know, not just older guys, but older guys that had like a chip on their shoulder. Um, you know, the Stessian class have been through everything in the tournament, you know, been through embarrassing moments, you know, losing in the first round, um, you know, some heartbreaking moments, lost in the Sweet 16. And so they, you know, they had a big chip on their shoulder and, and a real sense of urgency that honestly... You can't we you couldn't replicate afterwards, you know, in my four years there just because that's just, you know, it's just so hard to like to replicate that kind of sense of urgency when you've been through mm-hmm. um so much as a unit. So um I think that was that was a great team for me to to come into as a young guy. So one thing I wanted to ask just kind of as a follow up, when after you kind of initiated the the reclass and it became serious that you never had second thoughts about like, well, I'm not going to get to play in maybe the McDonald's game or stuff. Some of that stuff that some, some kids look forward to is, you know, as high school seniors playing in those, those kind of all-star games. Not really. I don't know. Um, my game is not like <laughs> all-star game. <laughs> uh, don't be good. modest, man. You know, yeah. J.R. Smith was out there gunning. I mean, <laughs> some shots. You yeah, had some nice yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you know if I if I got hot from three, I guess it could be kind of exciting. But no, I didn't really think about it. Um, to be honest, I, you know, I was just excited. Uh, I, I I loved Duke, loved Duke before I got there. Um, you know, it's funny people always ask, well, "Where would you go if you didn't go to Duke?" And I was like, I wasn't going anywhere else. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was I was just it was just exciting. It's just kind of a whirlwind. You don't really have time to think about you know, what that would have been like on top of, you know, I was like, I got to do, or I got to military academy. So (laughs) Duke Duke sounds pretty good. Yeah. 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 Well, you were coached by a military guy though. So maybe a little bit of the same experience. Yeah. And just not, not with the uniform every day. So, right. (laughs) So, so one of the reasons that I kind of wanted to talk to you and we hinted on it, we thought you were the first guy to, to reclass. We've kind of seen that trend pick up here uh, in the last couple of years. And this year we got Tyrese Proctor. Um, mm-hmm. Can you just talk about like what that transition was from from high school to, you know, straight into big time D1 basketball? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's probably a a little bit of a different experience just because it was so late in the game. Um, so it was really it was really a whirlwind for me, like. Just like I said, you know, I went from playing AAU to like being a college athlete in two weeks. Um, so that was it's it's it was weird, man. It was such an adjustment. Um, you know, college classes, uh, college practices, college lifting. I think the biggest thing is like getting in shape to play college basketball is so much different um, than being in shape to play high school basketball. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that was probably the biggest adjustment for me um, was getting in shape and, and, you know, lifting, you know, off season three, four days a week. Um, that was, that was different, you know, very rarely lifted in high school. So, um, you know, the basketball is basketball. Like, you know, it's a little bit faster. Guys are better obviously, but um, basketball is pretty simple. It's more of the, the other stuff that was, the harder thing to get adjusted to, in my opinion. What What about like your daily regimen? Like, you know, for us that went to college just as regular students, you know, just making a transition from being at home and then living on your, you know, living on your own and having to do all this stuff on your own. I'm sure you guys had a little bit more structure, but did you have that kind of in high school, you know, where you getting up, doing workouts and then going to class and kind of having a regimen and uh, day mm-hmm. basically? No, no, I didn't do that in high school. Uh, no, no, I didn't have the the Harrison Barnes workout plan in high school. Okay. Um, 
No, no, that's not a shot. That's like, you know, he's well right. known for getting up super early and going to going to work out. I didn't do that. No, I mean, I I, I worked out most of the time, like after school or whatever. Um, but it definitely was an adjustment um, because there's so there, you have so much freedom, uh, especially you know as a high schooler, you don't. I didn't have a car. So like I was just relied on my parents to take me everywhere or um or you know for the most part i was at the gym or i was at home or in school so um it's definitely a little bit different uh you know you do have a lot of fun things to do as a freshman in college uh <laughs> you know i'll leave it at that um but uh yeah you know you do have to figure out how to put everything in its place right there's a time for everything and um you know it's a big adjustment period and uh it's funny our academic advisor you know, helps us pick classes and stuff. And I ended up having an 830 English class. Um, and it was on East Campus. Yeah, yeah. I know. Freshman year? Nah. Yeah, was, nah was, that's like was, my math class. <laughs> <laughs> and it was on East Campus. So, um, you know, he's like, it's on East Campus. And I was like, oh, man, that's no problem. 830, like, I get up before then, you know, for school and high school all the time. Like, I don't know, it'll be fine. Um, and he was like, are you sure? Because, like, you don't have to do that. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> No problem. Um, it was a problem. Uh, that was that was a tough one to get to uh, every other day. So um, learn that lesson, you know, real quick. First semester, I did not have any more uh, 8 a.m. classes for the rest of my tenure at Duke. Yeah. yeah. No mornings, no Fridays. That was yeah, my that's motto. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, going back into it, you come early, obviously, 2010 magical year um mm -hmm. you guys go and and get uh k's fourth win just kind of give us a little you know what what was some of the things that stick out to you from that year um i mean a lot of it was a lot of stuff that sticks out was like off the court stuff well not necessarily off the court but like non-basketball stuff you know i remember we had a he was either a seal or a ranger uh he came in and like and worked us out um, some of the hardest I've ever done. Um, like we had this one, like things like called a dead man walk, a dead man carry, and guy has on like a you know a vest that they would, that, uh, um, you know one of those guys will have on, you know that has all their stuff in it. Um, and it's basically simulating like you know they got shot or they're down, you know they can't move, um, and so you, you know you had to grab them by their by their pack on the ground and just drag them um, across the field. Uh, that was one of the drills we did. And uh, luckily I didn't have zoobs, but you know, it was still, uh, it's still very difficult. Um, so yeah, just like workouts like that with that guy, I remember that stuff. And then, you know, I remember him, you know, having a talk with us uh, after we went through all that. And, you know, I just think stuff like that, you know, is what, what brings the team together. It helps you get through those tough times in games um, because you've been through tougher uh, before the season started. Did you guys feel like you were a championship caliber team that entire season? Or do you think it was something you kind of got to? Uh, in my opinion, I don't think you can think about that all season long just because it's, it's such a long year. And, you know, I think, you got to keep what's in front of you in front of you. You know, if you're looking too far ahead, um, you miss what is going on right in front of you. And I think that was something that that team did very well was just, Hey, we got Florida state tonight. We're mm -hmm. doing, we're doing Florida state tonight. You know, like um, our preparation was so, so good. Um, because, you know, like I mentioned earlier, those guys had that sense of urgency and it was like, you know, this is what we're doing. And, you know, for me as a freshman, I'm like, man, I don't know, like, I guess you just win ACC championships and you win the <laughs> ACC tournament and you just keep winning in the time. I don't know. I guess that's just normal. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that was uh, a big thing for that team was just we were we were so good at focusing on the moment and not um, not getting too far ahead of ourselves. And you know, I think, you know, it obviously ended up going pretty well for us. Did it help that that team kind of didn't have a lot of hype around it 
kind of comparing it to the next season when uh, that team came in loaded with Kyrie and all that, and there was a tremendous amount of hype. I think it's preseason number one. Yeah, the 2010 yeah, team had nobody pick them as a national champion, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, man, that team just had a chip on its shoulder, like a bunch of chips on their shoulder, you know, from <laughs> losing in the first round, you know, losing in Sweet 16, uh, nobody picking us. Um, you know, the alarmingly unathletic comment, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, even in the tournament, I don't think people expected a whole, I think we got picked, most people picked against us from like the sweet 16 on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those things where it doesn't, you know, it didn't matter. And, you know, we, you know, you try not to take note of it, but you know, we took note of it, and 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 you could tell those guys took note of stuff like that and and wanted to shove it in people's faces. Do you remember like any? So, so I wrote down. I I was at the ACC tournament in Greensboro against mm-hmm. Georgia Tech. Come down and threw a dunk the down. Big hammer. I kinda, yeah, <laughs> I kind of looked. I was like, I seen it in the highlight videos. I knew it was there. <laughs> I just been waiting on them to do it. So, you know, like. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to dunk in college. Like the lane closes up so fast, and you got to be like a really really good athlete to like dunk all the time in college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you think about a guy like Gerald. He's a freak. Um, I couldn't jump like that, and so you know, I stuck to I stuck to the rivers and lakes that I was used to outside <laughs> the three point line. <laughs> Very good at that too. I mean, the, the two big <laughs> shots, like we said, uh against Baylor and the the South Regional save the season. Yeah, basically. Um is there any other thing that kind of sticks out to you from your freshman year on court? I mean, it's it's crazy. I don't really remember stuff on the court. Like <laughs> even like good games, but I don't remember stuff. Like I don't remember the Baylor game. I remember I missed the two free throws in the <laughs> down the street. I remember that. Um, I was like, Jesus. I'm Dude, that's the stuff. I don't remember that. That's yeah, I remember, I remember all the good stuff. I thought <laughs> but, but it was okay because yeah. after the game, Coach was like, um, he was talking to me after the game. He was like, man, you know, great job down the stretch. Um, you know, we made free throws and, you know, even the ones we missed, we didn't miss short. So I was like, all right, I didn't miss my free throw <laughs> short. <laughs> So that was the, is, the is that what coach would tell me. you is like you can't you can miss them just can't miss it. it's, it's almost like a putt right like you can't miss it short you gotta <laughs> well, at least get the birdie putt there yeah I mean I think it was just like a you didn't shoot it scared you know you didn't shoot right. it strong face yeah, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> a lot of verb on that free throw <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly exactly back around uh, it <laughs> <laughs> all right so um yeah I mean that's that's kind of coming you know you you come in and and hit the mountaintop uh, that, that freshman year. Um, and then the next couple of years, it's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. most, what most college athletes go through is the highs and lows of a, you know, of a career. I was actually at the, uh, the Bradley game in 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was your career high, correct? If you, yeah, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. 28. Yeah. 28. And that was the, should have been the game right after we played Butler because I, I remember. Yeah, Kyrie that was the first game I started. Yep. Yep. Okay. Mm. Um, what else did we at, then the uh, twenty six against Michigan State? Nine oh three for K. Yeah. yeah, that was a big game. Don't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. What I do remember is uh, post game, like you know, you have a good game, um, and got back. And, you know, so, you know, whenever you have a good game at Duke, you're like running to the TV trying to watch the highlights. Um, and I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to have so many highlights tonight. They're All they're going to do is talk about me. And, you know, they showed like two clips from the game. It was, it was like, <laughs> coach, coach, and I had 903, 903. And I was like, dang, I can't get nowhere. But um, obviously, rightfully so, uh, you know, at 903 is far more important than, a, you know, Andre's twenty six, right? Yeah, solid twenty six. No, no. I mean, it was yeah, it was a good yeah. game to do it, man. I mean, a lot of people were there. Uh, and the garden, Spike, yeah, yeah, Spike Lee was there. Um, yeah, the garden garden was pretty kind to me um, in my years at Duke. So, would I you say that is that your favorite non Cameron venue, or what? Yeah, would you say? for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, absolutely. Okay, I think most people would say that. Yeah, you get that a lot. Yeah, it's just everything, like from 
the elevator, like just everything is just so uh it's just so cool. I mean, especially going up as playing at Duke, like it's that's Cameron North. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, we always have so much support. So one thing that you know it pains us to talk about still to this day. Um obviously the the Lehigh game and the Mercer game. Mm-hmm. For you, which one do you think was and I don't want to say it bothers you, but which one do you think like you look back on like, man, we we had a better we had no business that. losing that game or like whatever. Uh yeah. definitely the Lehigh game. We were we were we were okay that year. I mean, I don't we wouldn't have won. Um, we weren't like national championship contenders, but we weren't bad. We were pretty good. Um, you know, Austin obviously had a heck of a year. You know, Seth. Um, but Ryan was out that game, Ryan, right? I think, yeah, I think he might have been. Yeah, Ryan was out that game. Hurt his foot for the first time. Um, so, yeah, I think it's the Lehigh one. The Mercer one, uh, be quite honest, we weren't that good that year. Um, we weren't good defensively. We yeah, we'll, we'll say that, right? Yeah. Mm, Offensively, yeah. you guys you could were, score. Yeah, yeah you guys, could put some points up. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. It was, I don't know. I I think that was our worst team. And that's not, I'm not trying to like knock the team. I'm just saying out of the four right. years, we got a national championship. We got, you know, uh, Kyrie. Um, you yeah. know, our junior year, we had, you know, we had Austin and we had a bunch of older guys on that team. We were really, mm-hmm. we were good. Uh, that was just, that was just the, just happened to be the worst team. Um, but yeah, we had guys who could score. I mean, obviously Jabari is amazing offensively. He was a guy that was really fun to watch in practice. He's so good. He's more explosive than a lot of people really knew. Um, just looking at him then hood, uh, you know, yeah, lefty, super smooth, bouncy. Um, so yeah, having those two guys was, was cool to watch in practice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely Lehigh because we should have we should have been in the second weekend with mm-hmm. that team. Um, you know, okay. against Mercer, we we just we just weren't. I think we were we three seed good. against Mercer too. Like we were three, yeah, they were we fourteen, were three four, we had two like and that, fifteen. Yeah, yeah so. What's funny is I I, I kind of jinxed us I think against the Lehigh because uh, oh I thought I jinxed this okay no, so. I definitely <laughs> I definitely jinxed it maybe it was both of us but in warm ups we were warming up and that was the year uh, Norfolk State beat Mizzou and you know it popped yep. up on the in the arena and I was like dang said you see fifteen beat the two and then another fifteen beat the two <laughs> yeah. so well <sighs> I jinxed us by buying the second game. Yeah, see, y'all tickets. do that. Fans do that. I hate that. I hate yeah. when fans do that. So, fans always here, here, do that. Here's my reasoning. My my wife, and I've told this on, she's a Carolina fan, so I said, babe, oh, man, how's both, that these, work? both <laughs> these two teams win these first games, and we go to the same session. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. You can yeah. watch the Carolina game. I can win the Duke game. Okay, Carolina wins. We lose to Lehigh. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm just going to sell these. Lana's like, nah, we're, <laughs> we're going. So I'm in this arena watching, man, worst day ever. That was yeah. Carolina should have Carolina should have won that year. I think I that was they should have. Kendall they, got hurt, right? He broke. Yeah, up they, they, they were they really good. Yeah, they were and, super good. We had no business beating them. They man. were really good. Yeah, year, they played yeah. Creighton, and then I had to sit for Xavier Lehigh, which was uh... a. <laughs> <laughs> On the subject of the 2014 team, I kind of always felt like there was a little bit of a maybe a leadership void, or something like that. You know, um, maybe just because of the youth or I'm not trying to, you know, throw anyone under the bus. It's just, I never felt like there was the kind of the sh- strong leader that you see on our very best teams. Yeah. I mean, probably not. I mean, you know, in 2010, like our best players were the leaders. Right. Right. And then in 2014, obviously our two best players are uh, Rodney yeah, pretty and Jabari. Young. Um, yeah. Who are young, you know, Rodney um, just first year playing. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Jabari obviously was a freshman. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's just different. It's kind of difficult, um, you know, when your best, your best players aren't like the older leader type right. guys. Yeah. yeah. See, for me, when I think of the Lehigh Mercer thing, I always looking back in hindsight, I mean, let's be honest, CJ McCollum, you know, was it's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> like when you yeah. look back, you're like, okay, now it makes sense. This dude's legit, right? Yeah. Like, well, it's funny because like we, um, in scouts, like 
you know, we play teams you know, similar to Lehigh mid-majors early in the year. Mm-hmm. And um, and the scouts, the assistant, you know, we kind of made a joke out of it after a while. The assistants always like whoever the best player was. He was all he was. He's going to be the player of the year. He's going to be the conference player of the year. He's going to be the CAA player of the year. He's going to be the Big South player of the year. And we're like, right. dude, he stinks. Like he's <laughs> you know, not that good. Um, and you know, it, it usually work out fine. And then so you know, we got to play Lehigh, and it's the same thing. You know, he's he's the player of the year. He's the player of the year. He averaged twenty some points. He's, you know, he's going to be in the NBA. You know, he's going to be first round pick. And we're like, okay, dude. Um, but yeah, we found out pretty quickly, like all that stuff was true. Uh, <laughs> he's, he was the real, he's the real deal for sure. Yeah. Dude's still getting buckets. So, yeah, you know. I mean, he's. <sighs> so, yeah. so uh, just going into your, your, your senior year, you, you changed the number from 20 to 34. Mm-hmm. Um, can you just tell us what, what kind of. Probably uh, is that a Ray Allen nod? I, I didn't know what it was. Well, I mean, you know, my what was supposed to be my senior year with Ryan and Mason, um, you know, I sat out with, you know, dealing with mental health stuff uh, sure. for my sister passing my freshman year. And then, you know, we weren't really sure, like, what was going to happen after that year. You know, if I was going to play again, if I was going to go somewhere else. You know, I graduated, so I could have, you know, grad transferred anywhere. And so after the year... It probably was after graduation, honestly. Um, you know, went up, sat and talked with Coach K. And, you know, we were like, okay, you know, you're going to come back, play your last year here. Um, and my number was gone. So 20 was gone to uh, to Shimmy. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't so, really. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I got to find a new number. Um, and Ryan, you know, Ryan had just graduated, you know, my best friend. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm going to throw rise number one. And, so uh, that's crazy that Sim, cause I'm not sure if you're aware, I keep up with stuff like this, but the number 20, mm-hmm. you got it after Elliot who transferred. Yeah, it's always trend. Yeah. It always mm-hmm. leaves. <laughs> that, so 20 think, doesn't graduate. I think Oleg was Oleg was 20 before. Was it Oleg? No, or, Oleg was 13. No, it was, or, yeah. Oleg was 13. Who was 20 before Elliot? Taylor there was King, another, I think. Well, Taylor King. Yeah, that yeah. was Taylor King. Yeah. That's what it was. It was Taylor King. Yeah. Because I remember I was like, man, 20 had made it for a minute. 20 doesn't so. graduate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, uh, coming back to the subject of leadership, I wanted to kind of talk to you about John Shire. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got to see it up close and personal. You know, he's a senior when you're a freshman. So what was he like as a leader? What was he like on the court? Was he the guy in the huddles kind of rallying the troops or was that somebody else? No, I mean, freshman year, it was uh, John and Lance were captains. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Lance was definitely more vocal. Uh, you know, he had to be um, at his position. Um, so I think that just kind of came naturally to him. And, you know, John's a bit quieter. But, you know, John's one of the biggest competitors I know. Um, you know, loves to compete, loves to win. And, you know, you can you can see that. You can sense that on the court. So he did, you know, he was, he wasn't a yeller, not a big yeller. Um, but you know, he did speak, you, you know, you, you listen because you're like, okay, he's got something to say. You know, mm-hmm. he, he typically doesn't. Um, so that's kind of how he was, you know, just a silent, you know, killer lead by example kind of guy. Um, you know, but the big, biggest competitor, you know, he looks like a little kid, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, he'll, he'll, rip, he'll rip your heart out to win damn near anything yeah the all the stories you hear about him are that he's a kind of a trash talker in practice always challenging people to various contests and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah he never i don't think he ever he didn't challenge me in any shooting contest okay i think he i think he knows (laughs) he knew you'd win yeah he knew better (laughs) i mean he's a good shooter but I think yeah, he would have gotten he's that. Good. He's solid. He's yeah. sorry. Solid. solid. He's a solid <laughs> yeah. shooter. Let's not pump him up. Let's bring him down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to earn these. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, were you, how surprised were you? Were you surprised at all when you started kind of hearing he might be the next coach? I don't know when you heard it, if you heard it in advance at all, or if you had any no, inclination. No, I'm not an insider. Um, okay. <laughs> no, I, it, it was it's funny because you know my wife and I and you know pretty much anybody who's like finds out you you went to Duke it's like who do you think's gonna be next coach who do you think's gonna be next coach um, and you know I was all my answer was always like it depends on the timing mm-hmm. 
depends on when coach leaves, right? Like, you know, if it was after 2010, it would have been a certain guy. If it was after 2015, it would have been someone else, you know? Um, and, you know, I just think it was good timing, you know, on John's part. Um, and he obviously has done really, really well as the assistant. Um, you know, it's been impressive to see him climb the ranks. You know, my last year, he was, it was his first year at Duke. Um, and, you know, he hadn't found his voice yet. He didn't really know who he was as a coach yet. Um, and, you know, watch him, you know, grow and learn and understand and see uh, the rapport he has with the guys and not to mention what he's done on the recruiting trail. Um, you know, it's been impressive to see. And, I, you know, I just think it makes a lot of sense, you know, being right next to coach and coach sees him every day. You know, I think that gave you know, coach all the confidence in the world um, on top of, you know, coach knows who he is like as a person, mm -hmm. as a competitor um, and knows that he's going to work, you know, to, to be the best that he can. And yeah, I mean, I, you know, it makes sense. Um, and, and, you know, if coach signs off on it, then, uh, you know, I, I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it wasn't that long ago on your pod, you and can't remember who it was, but you guys had like a, a uh, uh, power ranking of who would be the next. I think it was coach. him and Goodman or something. Maybe it might have been you and like Jeff. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if John was even in the top, you know, three or four at that time. Yeah, I just, um, you know, at the time, I just, I just assumed they would go with a sitting head coach. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. But again, timing. You know, like which, which you know, former Dukey sitting head coach do you go with? Right, like right. You know, Capels. And kind of struggled a bit at Pitt. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Tommy's still at Harvard. Um, TC. Yeah. Chris had yeah. the big year at Northwestern. Yeah, and yeah, kind yeah, of right, came yeah. back to, you know, to Earth again, a little bit. Right. Yeah. Timing. Like if it's right after Chris takes Northwestern right. to the tournament for the first time ever, maybe he gets it. He's getting a call. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, sure. Yeah. You mentioned recruiting. Um, what do you think makes John such a good recruiter? Um, Kind of probably just relatability, I guess. Um, being able to relate to guys, I think, is important. You know, obviously, there's the Duke brand, but yeah, 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 Duke brand. Duke brand doesn't hurt, obviously. Um, but probably just being able to talk to guys on their level, and and mm -hmm. you know, he's going to be a part of this new kind of wave and era of coaches in college basketball. You know, with NIL and and things mm -hmm. like that, and you know, I just think he's he's suited for it and built for it. Um, right. You know, he's cool. He's a cool guy. He's not a dork. Like, so, um, you know, don't tell him I said that, but, <laughs> um, yeah, man, I think he just, he just fits with today's, you know, 15, yeah. 16, 17 year old. And, he's got some swagger um, to him too, a little yeah, bit. Like little, he can make bit, you yeah. feel cool. Like yeah. when I met him, you know, he makes you feel cool and it's just like, all right, that's, that's cool. You know, yeah. like he's got yeah. a little presence to him. Yeah. And he's, he's likable, um, you know, super likable guy. And he has passion. You know, he has a lot of passion for the game, a lot of passion for Duke. So I'm um, sure, you know, guys, he's recruiting feel that. And, you know, not to mention, like, look at what, um, you know, our guys are doing in the league, right? Everybody wants to go mm -hmm. to the league. Um, and, you know, we've got a bunch of guys doing great things in the league. Right. Uh, kind of, kind of been a knock on Duke guys for, you know, a long time they don't, you know, they go to the league and don't do anything, but, um, think of the past, yeah. baby. Yeah. It's like That's, kind of a nineties thing that just kind yeah. of stuck. Um, but you know, when you see guys, you know, coming in, uh, you know, playing well, playing on the biggest stages, um, and then, you know, being able to go in the league and do big things there, I think, you know, that's a big plus for sure. It can't be too hard to recruit when like Tatum's wearing Duke warm up shorts and like, you know, shoot around for the Celtics. We got Paolo and Carter coming out and there's Zion's rocking the Duke hoodie and rehabbing. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's a pretty easy sell. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Um, I don't want to undersell them though. You know, you still got to go out there and do the work. So, yeah. You got to put it in. Um, you know, that's, that's a big one. Duke haters like to say, oh, it's just easy. It's a Duke brand. It's like, no, you still have to, you know, you still got to yeah. go out there and, uh, there's a lot of negative recruiting too, for sure, coming out, right? Just about yeah. first year guy hasn't proven it, or just you're going to yeah. be, you know, positioned in this, whatever it is. It's, oh, yeah, for sure. For it's sure. always something. Yeah. I mean, I remember 10, 12 years ago when we were kind of whiffing on guys left and right. So mm -hmm. things have definitely changed since yeah. kind of uh, 
transitioning into the sort of more one and done era. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm ready for, um, ready for the NBA to let guys just go mm-hmm. to high school. So. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see if some, <laughs> cause some of these guys ain't got no business and like, you know, and you can see it right away. Like Kyrie, it's just like, dude, he just Lion. destroyed three <laughs> of the five yeah. preseason all Americans in eight games. Like yeah, what I is mean, he doing? It's, it is, it's kind of strange though, because like Kyrie was the only guy that I played with. I was like, he doesn't belong here. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what he's doing here. Um, <laughs> you know, everyone else, I was like, you know, with Jabari, I was like, okay, like, I get like, you know, a year, a year will help him. Um, you know, Austin, same thing. Like, you know, I see a year can, a year can help him get better. And again, not to say those, they weren't, they were obviously very, very good. But, you know, I think it would have been tough for them to go mm-hmm. straight, you know, just to go straight. It's just, it's just difficult. Yeah. So, um, but Kyrie was, I was like, man, he doesn't, this is stupid. I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why he's here. Um, so yeah, it'll be, I mean, it'll be interesting, like what guys end up choosing to do because, you know, obviously now you can still make money in college, uh, get that experience and get right. used to, you know, basically being a professional basketball player while, you know, still in college. Well, uh, we don't want to keep you too much longer, but I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, this year's squad, kind of sticking with the John Shire theme. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch CTC or any of the little scrimmage highlight videos, or if you followed the recruits at all. Um, no, nah, I mean, I see, you know, what they post on Twitter and stuff, um, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't put a ton of stock into that. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I, they'll be good. Like, you know, they're going to win 20-something games. You know, probably it'll be less than 10 losses. Um, just, you know, they're just that talented. I think, you know, out of the gates, it'll be interesting to see um, just because a bunch of new players. Right? Mm-hmm. I think Jeremy's the only guy who played minutes last year that's coming mm-hmm. back. And obviously, you know, moving one seat over, makes a big difference, you know, mm-hmm. making all the decisions, um, being the guy. And obviously John's has some experience, you know, he's stood in for coach a couple of times, uh, you know, when coach was, was out, but you know, it's just going to be different. Uh, it's going to be completely different. So, you know, the beginning of the year will be interesting. You know, they may, I don't know if struggle is the word, right. Cause I don't think, you know, they're not going to be three and three or anything like that, but it, I think it'll take a while for everybody to kind of, you know, not only come together as a team, but then John to figure out, um, you know, who he is as a head coach, right? You don't really know right. until you, until you get into a game, until you get into the fire and then, you know, you have to make a decision. You know, do I take this guy out here? Do I call this play here? Do I switch the defense to this here? Um, so, you know, I think it'll take some time for uh, everyone to figure out their roles, everyone to figure out who they are, um, you know, on top of the fact that, you know, our starting three man, uh, Dariq hasn't yeah. been out, you know, hasn't been on the court for a while. So, you know, they're missing getting that chemistry with him, uh, you know, for a big chunk of the summer, mm-hmm. you know, our starting guy that lively, he's going to be a starting five. He just, you know, he's been out for a little bit. So, um, yeah, I think at the beginning of the year, it'll take a little bit and, you know, they'll, they'll be, you know, a work in progress and, you know, hopefully it'll be, You'll see more of a finished product come like February or March. Um, and, you know, that's when you really judge who they are. Um, you know, I just wouldn't put a ton of stock into the first month or so of the season. Yeah. Well, like you said, too, like as a player, you kind of have to go through that adversity. You talked about mm-hmm. that senior team for even, you know, John is the coach. It's like you got to have some adversity, right? Like Absolutely. things are great now, but like what happens when we're down 20 at half to Kansas or something? Not, you know, hopefully yeah. not. But like what happens in those moments when mm-hmm. you're starting to get the heat a little bit, especially with the way social media and Twitter can be a, a killer. <laughs> so you got to be careful yeah. and staying away from that stuff. Yeah. How do you yeah, think? I mean, oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask, how do you think he'll handle a situation like that? You know, we know Coach K brought the kind of the fire and brimstone, but what'll be uh, John's tactics? Uh, I don't know, man. You, you, it's hard to say, like, uh, because he's not, you know, he's, I mean, he's, he had, he has coached, but he's not been the, you know, the guy, mm-hmm. um, so, you, you know, it's hard, it's hard to say who you're going to be like. You know, if you were to ask me the same question, 
um, you know, about this high school. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm, pr- I'm pretty chill all the time. But, You're not ripping the jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't wearing a jacket. Right now, but, uh, no, I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know. I might, you know what I mean? Like if the mood strikes me, I may, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to say. You never know how you're going to react, you know, especially in these uh, competitive situations. Cause John's about the same, you know, demeanor I am, you know, for the most part, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you start competing and, you know, you right. kind of turn into a, turn into a different person. So yeah, it'll be interesting, man. I'm excited for him. Um, you know, I'm excited to watch and, and, and see what he does. And you kind of touched on it there a little bit, but so obviously you're entering your first year to Mount mm-hmm. St. Mary's um, head coach over there. Is that, was that something that like you've like always wanted to do or did this kind of come up in the last like year or two or was like, how did that kind of come about for you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, you know, I was playing and I got hurt and, you know, I couldn't play anymore. And that kind of did a number on me mentally. Like, mm. I was like, man, I don't, des- I don't deserve to, like, not be able to play anymore. Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything to basketball that basketball mm-hmm. should do this to me. Um, so I kind of needed some time away from basketball, honestly. And then, um, you know, just kind of got the itch, wanted to be back around the game and, you know, just it's really random. Uh, kind of a friend of a friend situation. Guy was looking for an assistant coach last year. Knew a guy that I knew. Asked him if I was interested. I was like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so you know, I was an assistant at the school last year. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, over the summer, I coached a eighth grade team for Buddy Buckets. Um, that was fun. And then um, our head coach left, and you know, reached out to athletic director at Mount St. Mary. It's like, you know, I'm interested in the job, went through the whole process, you know, and ended up getting it. And yeah, I mean, it's exciting. It's, it's something different. Um, you know, we still get to be around the game and, you know, try and affect it in a different way. Right. You know, you can't go out there and shoot the shots, you know, you got to kind of move the pieces on the chessboard in the, in the right ways and, and hope that it works out in your favor. So, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it'll be interesting. Um, you know, I'm having I'm having fun for the most part. You know, we are still dealing with kids. So, yeah, um. <laughs> and I was going to ask you about that, too, just like the developmental part, like how much and maybe you haven't quite got into that yet. But like so for you, it's like I've played on the highest level. I've played in the league. I've played at Duke. But developmentally, I'm I'm dealing with, you know, ninth graders, 10th graders, 11th. Mm-hmm. Like, how much do you give them of that? And like, how much do you have to pull back and say, wait, we're not quite ready for that level of work, that level yeah. of analytic, that level of, you know, competitiveness? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think competitive, like competition is like, you got to be, you got to compete, like, just period. Um, albeit, right, you may not, you know, I'm not expecting you to compete on, you know, Duke level, right? But um Still having that competition, I think, is important. Um, getting used to competing is important. And, you know, I'm trying to kind of build a program. With, you know, we have a ninth grade, a JV, and a varsity. So, you know, with ninth grade, just trying to have a lot of skill development for those guys and just learning, you know, what what it is to play basketball, you know, in the right way. All right, if I pass it and I cut, I cut like this, I drive, you know, baseline drive, baseline kick, stuff like that. You know, introduced the flex to the ninth graders and kind of blew their mind. But um, <laughs> yeah, so you know, just stuff like that. Um, trying to develop those guys, and then you know, with our varsity team, it's you know, get, just giving them what they can, uh, like they can take and run with. Like you know, we don't want to give them too much. Um, you know, like one of my guys asked me, like, how many plays did y'all have a dude? And I was like, I don't know, like a thousand, like, I don't know, like <laughs> a bunch. And he's like, we're going to have that many plays. I'm like, no, we're not going to have that many plays. Um, <laughs> so, you know, just kind of like fitting it for them. So it makes sense. You know, it's right. kind of my job as a coach. Um, so they're not overwhelmed. But yeah, I mean, it's been fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, we're still waiting on our football guys to come in. That's not something we dealt with in college. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we had our whole team uh, from the jump, but um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I said that like ten times. You got a competition with John, uh, who finishes a better record, first year head coach. <laughs> uh no. I mean, it has to be percentage because we only played like 
Okay. Oklahoma, Oklahoma um, is weird in terms of sports. Like we have, we can't play that many games. I think it's like 16 games in mm-hmm. three tournaments or something, which is crazy. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we play like 40 games at high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so we have a so yeah, maybe we'll go by percentage. We'll go, um, all right, we'll do percentage. But yeah. I, he's probably playing a little bit higher competition than we are. But <laughs> I'll take the win if I can take it for sure. Yeah, yeah, hold <laughs> especially hold against over. John, especially whatever against you John. can hold over John, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah, we have a better finish than him. I'm definitely gonna bring it up this summer in K Academy for sure. Yeah, for sure. You ever, you ever. Played him on the golf, been on the golf course with John. He he does not. He doesn't he don't, want that. Yeah, well, I knew I knew I played with Gerald. You told me you could play. I know you could play some. Yeah, John doesn't want it. He doesn't want that. Now Gerald, I don't want the parts of Gerald. Gerald's uh, Gerald's pretty pretty tough. Yeah, Gerald's gonna have to. Um, we're gonna have to handicap that if, if Gerald wants to play. Are you, are you sure. still getting to play any or? Uh, I haven't in the last couple of weeks. Just uh. You know, it's just been a bunch of, it's so much stuff like to do as a head coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's always something to do. Like uh, as an assistant, it was so much easier. I just showed up to practice and games, but um, yeah, it's always something to do. So no, I haven't played much lately and I have, a, uh, I, I enjoy golf. I love golf, but I have a very like sh- strict, like weather window oh, that I'll okay. play in. Okay. Um, I'm very That's much a fair weather golfer. Fair weather golfer. Okay. Very okay. much. So. All right. Like 55. Yeah, 55 about, and sunny. Got to be yeah, 55 yeah, yeah. and sunny. Yeah, see, and the problem in Oklahoma is always windy. So, like, 55 is really, like, 50 with okay. the wind. So, gotcha. um, yeah, very much a fair weather golfer. I love golf, but not enough to go out and, like, be cold. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can respect that. Respect <laughs> it. But uh, well, Dre, man, we we really appreciate you coming on. Um, last thing, just kind of a, a nod to your pod. You used to always do the Duke all-time starting five plus one. We thought maybe – what would be Dre's Duke like all time shooters plus one? You can go Ooh. NBA, you can go Duke, you can go however you want to do it. But if we're building a team of just shooting, who we got? Any shoot, any shooter ever. Oh boy, to go to if Duke you want to go through any... Duke, or I think you, I think you should just do your favorite guys, okay, like either so mechanically just or just shot form favorite. or whatever. Okay. Yep. Um, well, Clay's on there. Okay. Clay's Clay is uh, Clay's my shot crush um for sure well, you only like to hold it for two seconds before you shoot it is that what yeah <laughs> two well, dribbles yeah. and 38 points yeah <laughs> I like yeah lots of points no dribbles um no i mean i just his it's just perfect like mm-hmm. everything is just perfect um i train kids and i'm always like stop watching steph go watch That's clay mm-hmm. like and not just like i don't not that like steph's obviously really good i'm just like steph's over there you know what right, I mean? Like Steph right, doesn't right. really count. He's an outlier. We're not. We're, we're not, not gonna be that. Okay, but we can play. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, just his base, man. Um, it's just so repeatable. It's so yep. simple. It's the same right? shot every time. Every yeah. time. Every time. Every time. Um, so Clay's definitely up there. Got to have JJ, um, mm-hmm. just because. You know, he's a Duke guy, one, and, you know, that's kind of guy I grew up, like, watching. Um, drive a super pretty shot, um, super hard worker off the ball. And, you know, just a guy I grew up watching. And he was, like, one of the guys, because I couldn't always sh- really shoot all that well. Um, but, you know, my dad was like, you got to learn how to shoot, because, you know, I played the four my whole life until um, I was, like, 13. He's like, you're not going to be a four, so you got to learn how to shoot. And so he was one of the guys that we looked at and was like trying to, you know, we were trying to put together a jump shot, like we'll take some of his stuff. Um, so yeah, JJ's definitely on there. Um, Ray Allen, mm-hmm. um, super smooth, kind of, he's interesting because he jumps so high um, and I'm not, I'm anti-jump high. Mm-hmm. Well, I am now, like as a pro, I became anti-jump high. Like in college, I jumped really high on my shots. Um, I just think it's hard to repeat it, but he obviously did it really well. You know, it just takes a lot of discipline to jump that, you know, jump the same height every time uh, on a jump shot. Um, and much more than a shooter for for the young audience out there. Go back and watch some yeah. Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Seattle, uh, <laughs> Ray Allen highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, that's three. 
can I can I put myself in there? Yeah, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, I put I put I put because I I put myself up against. Look, we've always had a pretty shot, was, man. Yeah, yeah we always shot. said out of the Duke guys, we thought you had the prettiest one at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, JJ jumps forward on his shot, which was always kind of odd, and yeah. he talks about it too. Yeah, he would jump in or jump forward into the three point line when he shoots. So yeah, that's another thing that's against like what I teach, but. Um, because it's so hard to replicate, I feel like so hard to get to that like same spot. Otherwise, you're shooting different shots every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, obviously, JJ is really good at it. Yeah. Um, I'll go Trajan Langdon. Okay, nice. Um, Alaskan assassin. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved his jump shot. Thought he was going to hit it at the end against UConn in '99, but mm-hmm. got tripped um, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a heartbreaker for me. <sighs> yeah, was, so you were already watching the team then, so you must have been pretty, pretty young. Yeah, yeah, my dad was a Duke fan. My dad was Johnny Dawkins right. fan. Um, okay, nice okay. lefty too. It's, like it. Yeah, and it's funny because like we're not related, but uh, my dad was like, you know, he was young. It's just there was another Dawkins at Duke, so mm-hmm. he was like, all right, we're on the Duke fan. So got passed down through the, through the gene pool to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. For my sixth guy, I'm gonna go. Ah, oh, that's kind of tough. I had a couple guys I want to put. I'll go. Man, that's hard because I'm. I got. I haven't said Steph. Um, well, I don't you think already said Steph, Steph's an outlier. So yeah, let's just I don't leave think him Steph in his counts, own category. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll go Steve Kerr. Oh, I like it. Okay. Um, just because I think he's still the leading percentage guy of all time, mm-hmm. and. He shot like fifty some percent one season, which is just mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely, like it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I'll go Steve Kerr. That's no Marshall people have, on the list. Yeah, I was no, gonna say no, shout out to Marshall one on one. Well, again, he's an outlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't compare anyone to him. That's true. Nice, good list. So Clay, JJ, Ray Allen, yourself, Trajan, and Steve Kerr. A little bit of, a little diversity. And yeah, there. like there's it. yeah. One of those is not like the rest, but <laughs> um, it's fine. It's fine. All right, man. Well, again, Dre, we appreciate you coming on. You know, taking your time. Best of luck this year. Um, appreciate you know, it. We're pulling yeah, for, for you. Sure. Um, you know, in the meantime, everyone else, you know, do the, do the usuals rate review, subscribe, email us, the devil's den pod at gmail.com seasons right around the corner. And if you um, know any, uh, six ten high schoolers in Oklahoma, send them my way, please. Yeah. yeah if you're six ten and can shoot, get up Dre. Stretch for for you. Stretch for us. Yeah. We need stretch yeah. come on, come The on. next Jokic, if you're out there, oh, yeah. you know, come on, come on down. Come on. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, like I said, in the meantime, you know, season's right around the corner. So we're, we're ramping up for that. And, you know, as always, keep the faces strong in the verb high. Go Duke.